This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 862, When Grammar Matters, part three. Simplify the simple past on IELTS. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English with your hosts, former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer. With hundreds of band seven, eight, and nine success stories, our strategies are the smartest in the IELTS world. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. You may think you know all about the past simple verb tense, but you don't. Today, you'll learn the most important times you need this tense on IELTS speaking and writing and where a lot of students still go wrong. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Aubrey, how are you? Hey, Jessica, I've been better. What about you? (laughs) Oh, gosh. You guys, that's a, that's actually like, that could be a good phrase for speaking part one. If like, maybe if you're like really nervous, right? And we, we talk about how to sort of manage that anxiety, um, more in the course, but we do talk about it on the show, right? Controlling what you can. And I think this idea of narrating what you're feeling, that's fluency, first of all. And it helps to relax you to like get that sort of fear out in the world, right? Get it out of your head. So like, if the examiner asks you a question in speaking part one, be like, well, to be honest, I've been better because I'm really nervous right now. But guys, as we are recording this, you know, we record in advance and the world is changing every single day. Um, But as we're recording this um, in Portland, Oregon, our governor just put us on the shelter in place thing yesterday. So that's my life right now. We're all on lockdown. Um, What about you, Aubrey? We're not on lockdown yet. They've definitely recommended that we limit going out, but there isn't a shelter in place order. So it's kind of crazy. Some dentists are still working, you know, a lot of people still going to work, a lot of kids still at the park when we go, but I feel like it's going to happen soon that uh, we'll have more of a lockdown. I hope it does. I hope for everyone's sake, though so fewer people uh, fall ill and our hospitals can manage the demand. But okay, anyway, guys, so that's just a quick check-in about where we are in the world right now. But today, guys, we are staying positive. We never stop teaching you guys at IELTS Energy and All Ears English no matter what is happening in the world. So, We are bringing you our third installment in our very amazing grammar series today, right, Aubrey? Exactly. We are going to talk about the simple past and when you need to use it on IELTS. And I'm excited about this because as far as grammar tenses go, you don't want to have to think about this too much, but there are times on the exam when you have to use the simple past, and we are going to share every one of those with you today. 
Yes, exactly. We have so much in this episode, guys. There's a lot that we want to talk to you about today. Um, And if you are hearing this and you're like, oh, that's easy, past simple, blah, blah, blah. We're not just going to like teach you the rules. You probably know the rules, right? But what we're going to focus on is where you need to use it on the test because students do make mistakes with these tenses all the time. And you know what, guys? Um, as a former examiner, I can tell you that this definitely lowers your grammar score, all right? If you make a simple mistake like this, right, not using the past simple when you should, that is automatically noticeable to the examiner, right? Like that you cannot get a, a seven or higher for grammar if you are making mistakes like this. So do pay attention today, guys. Um, as someone who administered thousands of speaking exams, um, I can tell you guys, students mess this up all the time. So first of all, just let's start. Let's start at the basics, right? Let's lay the foundation. What is the simple past, Aubrey? Yeah. So most of you probably know how to use the simple fast past and what it is. But in case you don't, or for a little refresher, right? To form it, you are going to for most regular verbs, you add ed, right? So play becomes played, close becomes closed. But there are a lot of irregular verbs that we have to memorize, like go becomes went. And write becomes wrote, and there's kind of no rhyme or reason to how they change, no. right, Jessica? <laughs> English is so unfair. It is. <laughs> no. It's so unfair. You know, so I'm true. sorry, guys. We didn't make it. We didn't make English, but this is what we have to work with. So, yeah, these are just, this is one of those things, guys, where you just have to memorize a list of the irregular past tense verbs. There's yeah. no way around it, all right? But again, the more you read, the more you listen to English in your life, you will hear these over and over again. And that is how we remember. And that is how we can then use them ourselves and be more correct. Um, okay. One nice thing is, though, I've been studying a lot of Spanish lately. And as you know, Jessica, and anyone who speaks Spanish or French or lots of languages where there's number and gender um, and your like the verb in the simple past has to match in number or gender, we don't actually have to do that in English. It's so nice. So when you know yes. the past tense of a verb, it doesn't change, right? It's I wrote, he wrote, she wrote, they wrote. They're all the same and they don't have to adjust. So that's one way it is a little more fair, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. English isn't too terrible. At least there's one thing that it could is be easier. worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, I quickly want to remind you, I just want to put this in here real fast, guys. Um, if you, you know, have some extra time, um, you can learn about how to excel on your speaking exam. Aubrey and I are doing a free live web class, guys. Grab your spot. Go to allearsenglish.com slash certain. That's C-E-R-T-A-I-N. Um, two opportunities, April 25th and 27th. So all about IELTS speaking. It's that is also going to be a jam-packed free live web class. So grab your spot, guys. Um, okay, so um, we are going to talk about the past simple for speaking in just a minute, but let's start with writing. So what are like the typical times when we're going to use past simple in writing? So for both tasks one, task ones, right? Yeah. The general letter, um, if you have to write a, a complaint or a formal letter to a business, maybe about a problem that you want fixed, um, or if you're writing an informal letter to a friend, if one of the bullets is in the past, you need to match your tense to the bullet point. If it says, describe what happened, 
in the past tense, then you'll need to write that in the past, right? Yes, that's an awesome tip, guys. And that is also true for speaking, all right? Um, again, like this is just one of the like simple errors people make when they're nervous. No matter what your English level is, guys, I've seen it happen. You're reading the question too quickly because you want to start writing. You're afraid you're going to run yeah. out of time. Or on speaking, like you're already starting to think about your answer or like a vocab word you want to use or something, and you're not actually tuned in to what the examiner is asking. So the examiner is asking a question in the past simple and you start answering about like the present or future or whatever. That is incorrect, guys. That is bad for your grammar score. So pay attention to the question, right? Tune into that, guys. Match your tense to the question. Um, okay. So Let's give a sample question, right? So if it says, you have just spent a week traveling with a friend. After returning home, you realized you left your passport in her backpack. Write a letter to your friend in your letter. And then here's the three bullet points. Thank your friend for the trip. Explain that you left your passport in her pack. Ask her to mail it to you. Okay, Jessica, what of this would we have to write in the past simple? Well, this is tricky, right? So pay attention to the beginning of that question, right? That presents the context. Um, it's clear that this trip already happened, right? Yes. So keep that in mind. And then that first bullet point, thank your friend for the trip. That's tricky because that's a command, right? That's not, you don't see any past simple there. But guys, like, you have to be aware. You have to be flexible. So thinking will be like present simple, like, oh my gosh, I am so grateful for this experience. You are amazing. That's present simple. But then when you go into detail, right, especially that waterfall you took me to, right? So like when you're describing the trip in detail, it's in the past, right? And then the second bullet point, past simple in there. You left your passport in her pack. So all of those details about that context, why you like, you know, had a, a momentarily momentary blank mind and you left in her backpack, also past simple. What about the third bullet point? Ask her to mail it to you. So yeah, this um, is not going to be passed, right? You Maybe you'll say, can you please send it to me in the mail? This is going to be simple or a uh, present again. Get, right, exactly. So general training letters, guys, there will be a mix. So pay attention, tune into the situation and the tense in the question. And for academic guys, it's a lot more clear cut, right? Um, if the... Pff, Guys, I mean, you you know this. If there are if it's a change over time, if it's a static, if the years, the time presented is in the past, use all past simple, be consistent. But also there could be a future on there. Sometimes there are forecasts for the future. So just remember to change tense. Just match the time in the graph. That's all you got to do, guys. Now, sometimes there's no year provided because this might be a static graph that is describing numbers that are always true, right? Or a process that always happens. In that case, present simple. All right. So follow those rules. You can't go wrong. Writing task two, though, that's trickier, right? Yeah, definitely, because um, sometimes you'll you'll want to share examples that finished in the past, and then you'll definitely want to use past simple. So, for example, if you have a topic that is asking you to compare um, shopping at big companies, maybe like Walmart versus small boutique shops, and when you're brainstorming, you think of the reason you know more jobs are created by bigger businesses. Um, your 
your example sentence could be, for example, a manufacturing company in Las Vegas created a staggering number of new jobs when it hired 200 workers last year. And you see that it hired is in the past. I love it. I love it. I think in general, like a lot of the time, the reason will probably be in the present tense, right? Because you're describing a reason that is true today and always, right? Like this is a fact. This is, this is what supports this opinion. But then in the example, it's gonna often be past simple, right? Because you're proving it with something that already happened. So I like this. I like this just as a general rule, right? If you're in doubt, put the reason in present simple and put the example in past simple. I love it. I love it. Simplifies it. I like it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, guys. So speaking, let's move on to the speaking test. All right. Do we use past simple a lot in our speaking answers? Yes, definitely. Right. I've, I've done a lot of um, speaking personal coach classes and we've talked about this quite a bit because it helps so much. The same as we were talking about for writing, match your tense to the question. Right. Yes. So if a personal question is about your past or comparing the past and the present, you're definitely going to your answer will be in simple past. Or if a question in part two asks you to describe a past experience, then your answer will be in the past. Right. And again, guys, like in part two, you're often telling a story, right? And this is a story that already happened. Clue. So when you dive into detail or when you go off on whatever tangents, right? We've been talking about tangents on the show recently. um, That's going to be past simple, right? And guys, here is another tip. Aubrey is going to be on All Ears English very soon to talk about the past continuous. So that would be a good companion episode to this one. So keep your eye out for that one on the All Ears English side. Yes. And I also recently posted a YouTube video about using present perfect where we can introduce the topic. But then when you go on to describe events, you do that in past simple. So come back to the blog. I'll link to that YouTube video in case you missed it. AllEarsEnglish.com slash episode slash IELTS. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, Yeah, guys. So I think like the point of this series, right, when grammar matters, it's not about memorizing rules that, frankly, don't always work. Like, they're not, they don't actually always describe how we use them. The way we are teaching you guys grammar, it is directly connected to the test, right? Like, you're not going to open a grammar book and then, like, see the rule that this is good for an introduction of speaking part two. Um, but this is a great <laughs> way to, like, learn the rules through context and through usage, right? So I I love it. I'm still very excited about this grammar series. It's so useful. It's so Um, true though, because I'll be like, I'll be looking into it to get lots of details about the grammar and so much of it just doesn't work for IELTS. It doesn't fit for IELTS. So if you're spending your time doing, you know, grammar modules and grammar studying online, you are learning a lot of things that won't help you for IELTS and might just make it more complicated, more confusing. You should stick with, yeah, the stuff that we're suggesting that really is the grammar that's going to matter when you take the test. 
Exactly. And guys, if you are a Three Keys student, you can ask us any grammar questions you might have in our closed Facebook group. Um, that is the best place to get support all of the time. Um, okay, so speaking, yeah, part one, pay attention to the tense. That's pretty straightforward. Part two, also, when you're telling a story about the past, which we do recommend you doing, past simple. Part three, pay attention to the tense, right? And there's a lot of questions that ask you to compare the past to the present. That's like one of the most common structures of a part three question. So you're going to use two tenses, right? Talk about the past first, right? Present those details, use past simple, and then use an, an awesome transition phrase, right? A contrast phrase. However, nevertheless, these days, and then you're going to switch to present simple because you're describing something that is true right now. So pay attention to the tense. That is what our message is today. Um, and how could students learn more about raising their speaking score, Aubrey? So you guys definitely want to check out our upcoming web class. It's all about speaking, how to be confident when you go in on test day to be certain that you are going to get an excellent score. So come and see us at allearsenglish.com slash certain, C-E-R-T-A-I-N, to grab your spot because it will fill up and we want to see you there. Yes, guys. Um, there's, oh my gosh, there's so much in here. Formal and informal vocab, pronunciation tips, anti-anxiety strategies. Guys, you got to come to this web class and make sure that you bring a notebook and you are prepared to take notes. Okay. Um, Aubrey, we have a couple more recommendations for how our students can positively learn in times of uncertainty, right? Um, Aubrey's going to put some practice exercises related to today's grammar point in the blog. So come back to allearsenglish.com slash IELTS. And this is episode 862. So look at the blog, guys. And I want to hear your examples share something on Instagram where you're describing a memory from your past correctly using the past simple verb tense and hashtag IELTS energy, guys. I want to see your examples out there. Okay. Oh my gosh. So much to do. <laughs> I know, right? We may all be stuck at home, but there's so many things that we can do together. <laughs> yes. I love it. All right. Aubrey, thank you so much again for this very useful grammar episode. Yes. Thank you. They're so fun to do. I love it. And I love, um, yeah, just being able to find really what's going to matter for you guys. That's what we care about. So check out yes. our next grammar series coming up. We'll have more information that will help you on your IELTS exam. Awesome. All right, Aubrey, have a good day. You too. <laughs> Say that questioningly. Yes, I know, right? All right. Question mark. Talk to you next time. Bye. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.